Hello, everybody. This is Jesse and Jerry V. And this is our podcast to give you updates about our ministry, the church planting that's going on in Italy,、uh, updates about our life, what's going on, and informing you of different ways that you can get involved in what we're doing as the Lord is working through us in Italy. Thanks for listening. Good evening, everybody. Jesse here in Italy, and it's evening time here, but you might be listening to this any time of the day.、Uh, anyway, this is our 10 day update and,、uh, from the mission field in Italy as we're serving the Lord Jesus Christ, preaching his gospel, evangelizing, making disciples, all that to be used by the Lord and、uh, for his formation of another church,、uh, now in the city of Mestre. And the title of this update. Uh, this, this, this is an update from one of our 10 day email updates, which we quickly throw together in about 20 minutes. Throw a couple photos, a couple of this, that, whatever, and、uh, send it out to you guys.、Uh, a way of keeping you up to date with what's going on in a quick and easy way. Take a glance at what you can, ignore what you want to.、Uh, but there's also prayer requests in there, which you can then actively participate in the Lord's work here in Italy by praying for specific things、uh, that need prayer. And God is using those prayers, answering those prayers, and, and things are happening here in Italy.、Uh, so the title of this update today is One Year in Mestre. Uh, and I remember the date we sent this out. It would have been the 20th of September. Now it's a few days later.、Uh, but the 20th of September, I remember well, we were in the region of Italy called Friuli, which is the northmost eastern, northeast、uh, region of Italy. Usually most people don't know what that is.、Um, beautiful region, though. Mountains,、uh, vineyards everywhere. It even goes, it has a coast, uh, uh, beaches, and stuff like that also. Uh, so, it's got a little bit of everything. Beautiful region. But anyway, we,、uh, since we came to Italy, been serving in Italy, that's the region we've been focused in the majority of the time,、uh, living out of that region. Now, we helped with、uh, short term evangelism teams,、uh, churches in other regions also, including、uh, southern regions.、Um, but we've been in that region freely. And on the 20th of、um, September, a year ago, 2016, we.、Uh, We officially left Friuli. We had moved out of our apartment in the city of Portonone on the, the, the 1st of September because we were unable to find an apartment in Mestre at that time. There was just too much going on,、uh, not enough, nothing at all really available to move into. And we put our stuff into storage, moved in with some friends who opened their place to us, said, Hey, if you need a place, stay with us, it's fine.、Uh, so we joined them in, always in the Friuli area and、uh, lived with them while we were commuting to Mestre to check out any apartments that came up. And to try and find the place that the Lord would have for us. And it became clear though, after a while, the commute is a little bit too expensive. We were looking at like $40 or $50 every trip.、Um, for the gas here, is about $8, $9 a gallon, something like that. And then the tolls,、uh, it, was, it was getting costly, the trip back and forth to try and find a place. So we decided at this point we need to take a step of faith and just get into the city somehow. We found out there's some campsite places available, moved into a campsite.、Uh, And rent it out what they call a bungalow, which means、uh, it's a little, it's a bedroom with、uh, a bathroom next to it. Tiny little thing, nothing else. And、uh, so we moved in there.、Uh, everything we could fit in a car we had with us. It was me, Jerry V, and the baby, Cornelius. And we moved in there and、uh, by faith left officially the region of Friuli, moved into the region called Veneto, where Venice is. And,、uh, And that got us closer so we could daily be out and about going to all the different、uh, apartment rental agencies,、uh, constantly checking the web, seeing if anything new comes up, calling, going to see it right away, learning the area better to know exactly which area would work for the ministry, for what we're doing, and which area would not work.、Uh, worked out really well.、Uh, in the end, God blessed, and we found a place after、uh, just over two weeks, maybe、uh, 
yeah, 15 or 16 days later, we 15 days later, we moved into a place uh, by God's grace. Uh, but we had some real trials there. If you remember a year ago, if you were with us and partnered with us, uh, there was just nothing available at all. I mean, we spent all day in prayer and all day on the streets going to every single place. And, uh, you know, we had no kitchen or anything to cook out of. So we're living, you know, on the go, uh, trying to find food that we could eat quick. And we didn't we have no way to refrigerate anything or anything like that. So we had to do uh, on-the-fly food constantly. And then, like, uh, amazingly, we discovered we can buy a little burner or electric stove kind of thing, plug it in, and all of a sudden, if we buy a pot, now we can cook water. And we can, it's like, it's like we discovered fire for the first time. We were able to now cook, like, pasta. We were able to cook uh, instant risotto kind of things. Uh, it's like our life just came alive. But it, it was like 10 days till we figured that trick out. Uh, but until then, we were living just on the go, trying to find something to eat. And uh, and then there was a time there was just nothing left to do. I mean, we tried everything. We went to every place. We prayed day in, day out. All our supporters, everybody's praying with us. And there was just nothing. No apartments available, either in our budget, in the areas that were good to live out of uh, for the ministry. Or, yeah, sometimes we would find an apartment on the fifth or sixth floor. Great, great apartment. Would work great. But then there's no elevator. You can't do that every day with a baby and everything. That would just kill you. Uh, but unfortunately, that's the style of the homes and apartments here. Uh, so there was just, at the end of the day, nothing. And I remember we just reached it. And one of our supporters and friends just happened to share with us a devotion they were going through that was on the subject of waiting on God. Shared it with us. We read it. We acknowledged. We got nothing else we can do but wait. We prayed. We prayed. We're praying constantly. Everyone's praying. We're looking. We're working. It's not like we're praying and not looking. We're doing both. We're doing everything. All we can do now is wait. And that's what we ended up doing. We ended up waiting and a couple of days went by just waiting by faith, giving thanks to the Lord in every case. And uh, all of a sudden, the place we're living at now came up, popped up, and uh, we went, checked it out. And uh, we were accepted. We liked it. We said, yes, we'll take it. They accepted our documents. They said, we're, we're missionaries. We don't know what that means. When we think of missionaries, that means you go to Africa. They thought we went to Africa or something. Uh, and then they learned better what that means. But in any case, they accepted us. Uh, thankfully, we got in. And actually, we have a really good relationship with them. And the place is working out great for us to live out of uh, and to have a flourishing ministry also to the people here in the area. So all that happened a year ago this day, 20th of September, when we stepped out by faith. Uh, and God proved to be faithful as he always is. He can't ever not be faithful. He's very good to us. And so we're very thankful for uh, a year now in the area. Uh, we settled into this apartment then on the 5th of October and then got settled in, get everything in order, get the lights activated, all that kind of stuff, internet, whatever you need, gas for the stove, stuff like that, and unpacked. And by, you know, towards the end of October, we were then actually doing evangelism, uh, hitting the streets and getting things going, seeing what's going on in this city. Uh, so praise God for that. A whole year, uh, the Lord has been faithful in many ways, and we actually list a few of them here. But I want to share just a Bible verse, no real exhortation this time, but a Bible verse that uh, as we were putting together this quick update, and this was from our devotional time in the morning, from Psalm 84, verse 11, we read this. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord gives grace and glory. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. And as Christ's disciples, we are called to walk uprightly. Uh, but the beautiful thing about the gospel is none of us actually do walk uprightly. Nobody. No one is good. No one is righteous. No, not one. Jesus Christ is the only one who actually walked uprightly. But because he walked uprightly 
and then died on the cross for our place, we are covered with his righteousness. So as we walk with Christ, we're seen in the eyes of God as righteous because of Jesus Christ, uh, who died for us and covered our our sins. Uh, But no good thing does he withhold from the Christian, the true Christ follower, the one who is born of the Spirit of God. No good thing does he withhold. Now, if you look at your daily life, everyday thing, what's going on? We would all say there's a lot of things that he's withholding from us. You know, we need this to go this way. We need that to go this way. Uh, I could really be, you know, uh, have this much more money in my pocket or whatever it might be. There's a lot of things we would do different. But God knows what's best. He has the perfect plan for you and for me. And the word is true. He does. There's no good thing that he does not withhold from you. If you think you're missing something today, uh, as we often do, the reality is God says you have everything you need for today. Nothing am I withholding from you. Uh, he has the perfect plan. He really does. He is good. He gives grace and glory. So be encouraged by that. Remember that today and whatever whatever you're going through. Uh, uh, God is good and he's not withholding. If you're his, if you truly are, surrendered to him, born again of his spirit, uh, no matter what it may feel like or look like, the reality is he's withholding no good thing from you. And then here we give, uh, today we're just sharing a little testimony, just a few things, some ways that God has been faithful to us personally in this past year, and I pray it encourage your hearts uh, as well as we read through this. So from this last year, here's some things uh, we'll share. Uh, let's see. Uh, what do we see here? One year ago on this day, yep, big step of faith. I already mentioned that from Friuli to Veneto. Okay. Uh, many challenges have come our way, but God has been faithful to provide all our needs and get us established in his work in this new city. And we can say that. After a year now in this area, settling in, we are doing just that. We're settling in. Our feet are, are on the ground. Roots are being established. And uh, we're becoming uh, integrated into the society here with these people, understanding their mindset, reaching them more and more, building relationships that will last, and continually getting new contacts, new people who are hearing the gospel for the very first time. Uh, so praise God for that. Uh, and the first part of this update, I won't read it here because it's just a repeat of everything I've been saying these last 10 minutes. So let's not do that. Uh, let's see. After moving in, began slowly building up the evangelism. Yep. Uh, we're now planted here, learning the mindset of the people. Amen. That's a praise. Uh, we're growing in love for the Venetian Italians. What does that mean? Uh, I know a girl who works in the, the place where people go before they die. What's that called? Uh, hospice. And she's been working there a number of years. And so she's dealing with people in their last months, weeks, and then days of life, and they die. And uh, that's an everyday thing for her. And uh, it can be hard on her. She expressed this to us once. She opened up her heart to us and told us how difficult that can be. Uh, she kind of gets too much used to dead people or people dying. That's like the normal part of life for her. That's all she sees is the part where they all die. And uh, as I listened to this girl tell us this story, I realized... Us missionaries in Italy, we go through a very similar thing. We are around spiritually dead people all day long. We're proclaiming the good news. Every time someone gets saved, there's a thousand that heard the gospel and rejected it. Didn't want it. Didn't care. Wasn't, or at least it wasn't their time. And uh, I mean, we're around spiritually dead people day in and day out. Speaking to spiritually dead people, they just can't comprehend. Evangelized the guy yesterday and a couple days ago also named Vittorio. And this guy believes so many things. He's so confused. He heard the gospel clearly for what it is, but 
doesn't want it. He's not interested. Doesn't care. He he prefers to believe in his mix of religions. He mixed about ten of them together. It's like it's like he's drinking his coffee and he added some lemon to it, a little bit of Coca Cola, a little bit of whiskey, a little bit of this, and he just made this nasty drink. And he's loving it, and that's what he's drinking. And it's just foolish. He's gonna get sick and die, and that's a real shame. But the reality is, in Italy, uh, that's what we feel. We we face the indifference day in and day out. And so when I say here uh, we're growing in love for the Venetian Italians, that's a work of God. Uh, in our flesh, we would not love them. We would we would see the rejecting the gospel over and over and be maybe angry, maybe upset, or just become indifferent us towards them and not have a burning, passionate love for them to see them saved. Um, but by God's grace, uh, he's been growing our love for the people. And that's fundamental when it comes to missions, especially in places here like Italy where uh, everybody's dead spiritually. And you're not seeing the kind of thing you want to see. Lots of fruit, lots of harvest uh, in the moment. Uh, and it's easy to not love them the way you ought to. The, the compassionate kind of love that Jesus has. Uh, but we thank the Lord. He has been growing our love for these people. And we pray and we ask you to pray with us that He continue to grow our love for them in that way. Uh, let's see, what else is on here? Another praise. Uh, we're learning well the way the lay of the land. That means... We know how to get around better and better each day. Uh, we're learning the, the the shortcuts. We're learning this, that, how things work in the area. Totally different area, much larger than the previous area we were ministering out of. Um, this city would be three easily three times the size. Uh, so much more happening in this area. Uh, but by God's grace, we're learning the way around, which is great. We're becoming familiar with everything. And people also with us. We're making new contacts. That's a great thing also. Uh, just regular relationships with our neighbors, obviously, which is great. Uh, at the parks, this, that, in the piazza, town square, the different stores, gelato shops, wherever we go, uh, becoming familiar to the people, but also through evangelism, making new contacts. Uh, people that are being exposed to the gospel, hearing it for the first time, the majority, they're not interested, at least not now. But the seed of the gospel is being planted. They can get saved at any time, at any time. So new contacts. Praise the Lord for that. Uh, we've led some to the Lord. We've seen two come to the Lord. Uh, and then there were tragic incidents, and they've also gone, which is a shame. Persecution from the family, uh, and it's at least not their time right now. Maybe they'll be back with us in the future. We pray, we pray so, because it's a tragic thing when they go. Uh, we have presented so the gospel to many people, day in and day out, as we're evangelizing. People are hearing the gospel. This is great, great stuff. Uh, we have testified of Jesus Christ to many people and are continuing. We personally testify uh, to a number of people how the Lord has changed our life, how He's changed our heart, forgiven our sins, given us new life. We've been testifying day in and day out. Uh, Chichi, Cornelius, he's growing well. Jerry V is also making many contacts with our neighbors and sowing the gospel. Praise the Lord. All these things are wonderful things that have happened, and God has been using your prayers to make these things happen. Uh, Chichi, he's getting fast. He's getting fast. He's a runner now. It's fantastic. Uh, very exciting. Life is no longer dull in any way when you have children. Uh, if you haven't had any yet, Wait till you do. It's an, a phenomenal thing. My goodness. PMC, the mission, is established and growing. That happened within this last year as well. Uh, that's a phenomenal work of God also. Uh, uh, it's a legitimate thing happening. Uh, donations are being are coming in. Uh, uh, yeah, Tax-deductible receipts are being issued. Uh, plans are being made. Uh, uh, administrative things are all being set up, running smoothly. Uh, we're able to take on applications. Uh, 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 for short-term people next summer to come serve here. Internships, uh, put together plans for that so people, uh, as the Lord leads, who can come and be a part of that. Phenomenal stuff. There's an avenues now for involvement. It's, it's a wonderful thing. Uh, so that's going. 
Praise God for that. And and as we're here on the field in this last year, what's happening is not just we're doing all this stuff and all this stuff is happening. Uh, sometimes, you know, when we're at work, all we see is what's in front of us. We're just either sitting at a desk, doing this, doing that. If you're a carpenter, you're just whacking wood, you're nailing hammers. The next thing you know, you look up and you see, ah, we just built a house. Wow. Would you believe that? Uh, we're here laboring day in and day out. And then the reality, though, is we have begun laying what is to be the foundation uh, for what will, Lord willing, uh, be years of fruitful ministry to the people of this city. Uh, so we're laying the foundation. We came in like the pioneer missionaries. We're scouting out the land, seeing what's going on, gathering those who are already being drawn by God the Father to salvation, uh, evangelizing, uh, learning how to bring in the, the, the rest of the troops who were going to come afterwards. Uh, we're setting up camp, in a, in a sense, uh, laying the foundation. Uh, so all that day in and day out is happening now uh, so that more people can come follow us and just jump right on board, uh, you know, grab your gun and start shooting kind of thing in, in the loving way, obviously, the gospel kind of way. Uh, but as soldiers of Jesus Christ, we kind of, we think like that. Uh, someone has to get in and set up camp and then the other soldiers, they come in and they just, they get rolling right away. They're not, we're doing what we call the dirty work uh, of, of the ministry, uh, getting things going. But that's actually happening. A foundation is being laid. A camp is being set up for more people to come join in and make an impact here. So praise God for all this stuff. Today's just a big list of uh, praises. So uh, join with us in, in giving praise to God. You know, uh, just in your quiet time, in your prayer time, always pray for us. But this time, just take a moment and thank God for what He is actually doing here on the field very very encouraging very good stuff uh and we pray to see more and more of everything happening in this next year if you're looking at our 10-day update if you got that if you didn't yet it's on our website you can find it there but there's also some links uh, to some blog posts uh recently uh, we put up a few blog posts as uh, uh we felt led you know just to share some stuff some things that are encouraging that exhort that teach educate about the the, the true gospel what it is uh, because there is much of the false gospels around these days and it's important to understand the true ones so you can recognize the false ones. So there's there's a one on a blog post titled True or Know the True and the False. Another one is titled The Gospel and a Counterfeit. And then uh, Hurtful Effects of the Prosperity Gospel, part one, that's on there. Uh, there are hurtful effects from that, actually, uh, for those who really buy into that uh, theology. Uh, and then there's The Sovereignty of God in Evangelism, another important article. That one's actually taken from the Table Talk magazine, uh, an author there. And we just uh, put the link on there. So when you when you click on our blog post, it you just it refers you to their website. So you can read a good uh, good article there on uh, on another important matter. Very important for evangelism, actually. Very important to understand the sovereignty of God. Uh, good evangelism doesn't happen unless you understand that the sovereignty of God and how how salvation even works. Uh, and again, on here we have opportunities to serve. Uh, again, we'll mention it briefly, real quick. Uh, short-term cohorts for next summer to come evangelize. We have a number of people uh, talking to us about that right now. We're actually this Saturday going to be finalizing the pricing for next year, and we'll be getting that info out to you soon. So you can, if you're interested, make plans financially, how to raise funds, and all that uh, to get yourself here to be a part of one of those cohorts next summer. Uh, teaching English as a second language, something we're uh, preparing to do in the near near future as God leads. Uh, but a great outreach to build relationships with people, to be a, a tangible testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ by doing something without asking anything, helping people with their English, something they need help with in Italy. Uh, and then building relationships, which point always to the gospel. Uh, wonderful things. We need help people to come help do that. And then the two to four year, four year term. If you're not familiar, Mormons, they have actually, they're, they're heretical, very bad. But they have this good idea 
actually, which is so many, if not all, of their young folks go for like two years and serve. Uh, preaching heresy, false gospel. But how great would it be if us real Christians, you know, actually took serious our our, our faith in Jesus Christ and said, you know, while I'm young, I want to do something. I want to go serve for two years, do a two- or a four-year term, dedicate a part of my life to uh, the Lord's ministry in another land where there's great need. Uh, wonderful opportunity. Uh, so here's one of those opportunities. You could come uh, live in the land of Italy, uh, eat the pasta, eat the pizza, and drink the good espresso and all that stuff, and get involved in ministry in another land. And if you're specifically feeling called to ministry, uh, uh, to be honest, uh, one of the best things you can do, even if you feel called to work in America, is to go to another land and serve there. Get missions experience. Broaden your mind a little bit. See the church from an, in another land. And what God is doing in other places will make you 10 times more better a minister when you're back in the States. Uh, something to think about. Two to four year term is also a great option for a lot of people. Uh, what else can I say? Uh, online giving is, a, is another link uh, on the end of this mail. Uh, we just remind you, uh, giving is very important. Uh, for the PMC mission to run, it is entirely dependent on donations. People who say, you know what, I can't go, but I sure want to be a part of it. Uh, I want the Lord, I want people to get saved in Italy, and I want to contribute to that. Now, a lot of a lot of things today say, you know, give and we'll give you a booklet. You know, give us money, we'll give you a book, we'll give you this. We're missionaries. We can't give you anything. Uh, but I think that's kind of the point. You know, Jesus uh, gave his life uh, to save us. And uh, it's only right sometimes we just give because it's right, it's good, uh, uh, to, the, to where he's working and what he's doing. And uh, without expecting anything in return, we, unfortunately, we'd love to offer you something. We just don't have anything we can offer you. Uh, but if you want to give... Uh, to the Lord's work, uh, there's great need in Italy. There's so many people, and we're surrounded by millions dying without knowing Jesus Christ and the gospel. And uh, the only way to reach Him is by proclaiming the gospel, sacrificing our lives, and living here to do it. Uh, so if you feel like you want to be a part of that, please send your money to uh, Practical Missions Cohort. You can go online at the website, practicalmissions.org. Get all the info there. There's a donation page. You can either send a check or do it online. Uh, but we definitely need that support. So if you can, Give money. That would be fantastic. We definitely need it. If you can't, pray for other people to give money. Uh, uh, we're trusting the Lord for some big financial increases so we can keep things moving forward and have a larger and larger impact for years and years to come. Uh, that's it for today. Uh, Jerry V's with me. She's not here. She's actually putting Chi Chi to bed, but she would say to you, thank you, God bless you. And also Cornelius, he would say, he would shout something out, I'm sure, a uh, little baby stuff, but he thanks you also. So that's it for today, guys. God bless you. And... Uh, Till the next time. Ciao, ciao. Thanks again for listening. For more information about our church planting ministry in Italy, you can visit us at practicalmissions.com. Thanks again. God bless. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao. ciao. If you like the podcast, we encourage you now to come on over and join us on the inside. If you love Jesus Christ, you love this podcast, you love the Italian people, you love the church of Jesus Christ, it's the perfect place for you to meet other people and uh, see and understand more about the Italian culture and what is going on with Practical Missions Cohort in the Italian context. Look forward to seeing you over there. God bless.